What's up? It's uh, episode 26 of the Digital Bounds podcast. Uh, my name is Leon Hitchens, and with me, I have Sunny Singh. And hey. our t- Twitter handles are Leon Hitchens and Sunny Singh. Sunny Singh IO, and that's S U N N Y S I N G H I O. Did I do it? Yeah, you got it. I get a cookie. <laughs> okay, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat. If you uh, haven't already, subscribe to us on iTunes. Um, leave us five, six stars there, whatever whatever you can figure out there. It doesn't really matter as long as it's five or six stars. And then Google Play, Slacker, we're all on all the platforms. We really appreciate it. Um, let's, let's like, do, like... Anything interesting tech-wise with you, or just weather-wise, uh, or not really? I mean, I put like new new muffs on my um, Audio Technica head Audio Technica headphones, but <laughs> not muffs? that that's like any interesting. Yeah, whatever you call them, the the pads. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you know, like... like you know the ones I told you about, because it's like the cloth one or like wool, not wool, but like it's the soft material. Like that's really hard to keep clean. So I just got like regular material ones. Like a like a kind of a silky like. It's like, like not plastic, but it was like rubber, I guess. I don't know. Like a pleather, right? Yeah, it's leather. Like... Yeah, essentially leather. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of cool. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Uh, I don't know if we talked about. I think we talked about the smart desk last episode, right? Okay. Yes. Um, I think I touched on. It. I think I just received it. So, so we took like, oh, this is. We went. This is what two weeks since the last podcast. I got sick with a head cold, and then I had like a terrible like cough, and I sounded like I was dying. So. I opted out of the podcast and fast forward. I've written the smart desk review. You can read it. And there's like even a little walk through the video. Um, I want to hear your thoughts on it, Sonny. What, what do you think of the review? I mean, I think it's like, I like the format of it. I think it was like the video and everything was a clean job, like easy to understand. You touched all the points on it. So I actually really like it. Um, all you guys listening should definitely check it out. Well, I'm glad I'm I'm like I don't know I'm I'm listening like to Code Media like podcasts right now and I'm listening to all these like CEOs of like um, giant media companies and I'm just like I guess I'm questioning like did I do a good job or like I don't know like I mean is there room for improvement like sure I think especially on the video end but you know, I think like if someone coming along and figuring out if they want to buy the smart desk or not, I mean, it, I think it does the job there. So, so what would you like say I need to improve? Improve. Um, I mean, I th- I, like I said, there was like that one awkward cut where it's kind of where you're like heading under the desk. I feel like could have just cut straight to it. Um, then obviously, like it's like you don't have um, what do you call it when like to have the camera not shake as much? Like you don't. I, I don't think you have the gear for that, right? Yeah, I've, like, so this is where I'm at, okay? Like, I've thought about doing, like, you know, like, that fancy B-roll and, like, make it look clean and crisp. And then I'm like, you know, do I don't want to be, like, I don't want to put, 
I don't want to focus all my effort on that, just on like shooting a video for four hours. Right, right. I want to like put together like a whole like. Actually, I did like the I did like kind of the vlog style of it because I think it was at the end where you kind of gave your bottom line opinion on it. It was kind of just like you know just holding it out with one hand. Like I do like that feel of it actually. Yeah, like I want it to be like it to be more of a walkthrough. Like mm -hmm. I totally do want it to look as like clean and crisp as possible, and I do want to like I have some gear to to like do pans and zooms, but I was like I just. I don't know. I, I want it to look more authentic, I guess. Yeah, more authentic. Mm -hmm. Like, less like I, like, you know, Mr. Mobile, he's like, oh, yeah, I spend like eight hours filming a video. And I'm like, mm -hmm. what? Like, I mean, also I, the fact that, like, since like almost everyone kind of does that cinematic review style, I feel like, like, it's, it's nothing new if someone else does that too. So I, I, I kind of see your point there. Yeah. But, any other things I should improve on? Um, I don't know. The cable management's all right. <laughs> okay. I have zero patience, and I knew <laughs> someone was going to call me out. Yeah. <laughs> and then another, I, another small, very small thing, but they're like, in the video, there was like a, a piece of hair on the table. I thought like, oh, man, that just my OCD just kind of went off on that. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know yeah. if you even noticed. I didn't even notice, like, it went past it. Man, <laughs> I didn't even see it. Like, I even wiped down the desk. I was like, ooh, gotta make it look pretty. Yeah, but other than that, like, it's, I think it's a good good review of it, so. Cool. Uh, what do you think of the desk, like, seeing it in the video and the pictures and everything? Like, I mean, it's, actually, it's really nice. I do like it. Um, it, it goes up pretty tall and um, with the motor, so. I don't know. There's not much much to say about it. It's a regular looking desk with a motor on it. So, um, the the um, the cable management on the bottom is definitely really nice to have. You don't have to like buy a whole separate thing for that. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty much it. So I went to IKEA and I just kind of like I compared the desk. You know, right, Sunny? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so compared to compared to an IKEA smart desk. Okay, yeah. So like the IKEA smart desk is like almost the same price, and the smart desk from Autonomous is actually like so much better for like the same price. Mm -hmm. Well, what's what's the main difference? I think you might have mentioned it, but um, a lot of the IKEA desks are um, uh, they have a crank motor. You like it's not like oh, you yeah. have to crank it up like a like a old school window, like. <laughs> Like, that's just not worth it. No. I, I tried doing it, and it took so long. It, mm -hmm. it took me, like, a solid two minutes to get it up and down. Yeah, I feel like, like, with an autonomous smart desk, you could just, since you could have presets on it, I'd rather just press the button. Because since I'll be doing that, like, I don't know, like, three times a day, maybe. Because I'm not going to be standing all day or sitting all day. So, like, I'd rather just have a preset, and that's it. Yeah, like, when I work full through, like, like I never work a full eight hours. Mm-hmm. I'm always like three hours here, three hours there, two hours there, you know, but I move multiple times. I'm like, okay, sitting for an hour. And then I'm like, I want to stand and I'm standing for 30 minutes and then I'm going to sit, I'm going to stand. So like now I've gotten into this workflow of like sit, stand, sit, stand, kind of get me moving. Mm -hmm. But when I first got the desk, I was definitely like, I'm just going to sit. 
I was yeah, like, I'm definitely in the same boat. Yeah. Um, and sometimes you, you get tired of just doing the same thing. So. Yeah, you have the ergo chair. What do you think of that? Um, it's really nice, like, because I mean, a lot of um, ergonomic chairs are like like eight hundred dollars and up. Um, this was like, I mean, I paid, I think, for the black and white version, I paid two fifty. Yeah, I paid two fifty, so it was fifty dollars off. Um, for that price point, like, it's a really for like for ergonomic chair, it does everything that you want it to, and it's pretty high quality. So I actually really like it. Like I'm, I'm sitting up straight for like in forever. You know, I haven't like sitting up straight in forever. So this chair is actually making me do that. And it's just more comfortable too. So um, they have that ergo stool. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, if you have like the smart desk, like I think it makes a lot of sense. Because, like, with the ergo chair, I can't, like, I'd have to actually stand up. But with the stool, you can kind of, like, it's kind of, like, in the middle between the two. You're kind of, like, half sitting, half standing. So I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I totally buy it. It's, man, I'm so exhausted. <laughs> it's only $100, so it's it can't hurt. Yeah, that too. Money. Um, I feel like it should maybe be, like, like $80. I think that would be a much a higher impulse buy. But um, it's, it's at a decent price. Well, just like I think the the ergo chair should be like one ninety nine, but well, it is one ninety nine. Is it not? Or am I thinking of the the discounted price? I think the discounted price because all the other I think they're all like two forty nine for all the colors now. Oh, uh, okay. Um. Oh man, I'm, I'm literally dying. <laughs> um, I, I'm tired too. I'm, I'm trying to power through. Yes. Man, man, I'm dying. Uh, <laughs> We're going to have to edit this a lot. I know. <laughs> That's fine, I guess. So I bought uh, Spectacles. Yeah, so you got them in now, right? Yes, I got them today. I started shooting some video with them. They're just, they're pretty cool. Oh, man, I got to gotta open up Snapchat. I think I've done it in like a month. <laughs> <laughs> I probably have sent you a bunch of stuff, so... That's are you excited? Like, do you like them so far? Yeah, like it's they feel very premium. I love the case. I love how they charge. It's like a little like a magnetic snap on, like on the case, and you can even charge them with a little magnetic snap. Like where the where the charging is is like where your your sunglasses bend at the the corner, you know. Mm-hmm. And it just charges right there. It's really nice. So you can charge them while they're in the case? Yes, you charge them while they're in the case, mostly. Okay, that's cool. Um, they feel and very it... premium. They, they feel very premium. They have that little spinning light. And like for the most part, they sync really well with my Android phone. So when you like take a video with them... Do you then, like, on your phone, get to, like, preview it and then uh, send it send it off? Or how does yes. that work? So I, I take a video, I open up my phone, swipe up to memories, and swipe over to uh, spectacles, and it shows me what videos I have, and it starts importing them. From there, oh, okay. I can add text, uh, draw on them, add my Bitmoji, add um, any filters that I want. Okay, that's really cool. I like it. And then when it goes on the story, it appears just like a regular video. It's nothing like it doesn't have a white outline or anything. 
So is it not like circular though? Because I thought that's what it was well, supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, it's circular, but it's like you spin your phone like a steering wheel. Okay. But when you send it to like a friend, I'll have to send you one. Um, the video is sent through the message, so it's not like a Snapchat video or picture. It's like a message, mm -hmm. and the person has to click the little circular like image, and it opens up to the full video, so they can turn it. Oh, uh, okay. So it's kind of like a preview at first. Yeah. Okay. It's a little weird. Like yeah. I feel like they could have done better with how they implemented it. Yes, it seems like uh, you know they're what they usually do with their app. Just make <laughs> yeah. it more confusing. <laughs> totally. Like when I sent it, I was like, um, "Do I press this button or do I press the share button?" Because mm -hmm. you can export it to like Instagram or Facebook if you want to. Right. Do you get like? Is it um? Is the format kind of changed or because you wouldn't be able to turn it on uh, Instagram? I guess right. Well, on Instagram, it's actually just a circle, and with right. a little white box around it. So I mean, like you, like rotating the phone doesn't do anything on Instagram. No, not okay. at all. It's still you. it's still nice that they have um, the export feature, though. Yeah, but it's very like. Uh, Is it worth it? I guess to do that. Exporting it. Yeah. No, it's better just to share on Snapchat. Okay. So for $149 or $129 comes out to 140 it's a cool like toy. Like I don't know what they're mm -hmm. going to use it for, but it's cool. Yeah, I don't know if we mentioned it, but you can buy it online now, so. Yes, you can buy it online. It ships in 2 to 4 weeks. I bought mine off of eBay for like $180. Damn. <laughs> but you wanted it for South by, so that makes sense. Yeah, I wanted it for South by and I was also like I've thought about buying it on eBay before, but I didn't want to pay like three hundred to two hundred and fifty dollars. So, mm -hmm. so someone just was it? Was this? Um, did you buy it before they went out on sale online? Is that right why they after. were cheaper? Right after, okay. Yeah, so they kind of they knew that they had to compete. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. Okay. So I guess we can talk about the Google Google uh, fiasco. Okay. So. Do you know what went on? I mean, that was part of it. Like on my phone, one of my accounts I had to sign back in, and I was wondering like what was going on. But apparently, Google had um, something going on with like Google App Engine or something, where basically just some random accounts you'd have to sign back into. So yeah. So um, what Google says is it was part of their um, Google Apps account engine. Yeah. Which like manages all the the Google accounts. They pushed an update over the, over to their their Google engine, and it started causing um, people's accounts to sign up and say, "Oops, it looks like something's wrong." And then that kicked people off of their phones, their their Chrome browsers, their tablets, and the like. Most alarming thing was it like reset like Google Wi-Fi and Google OnHub routers. Yeah, so, I read that the OnHub issue was related to that, which makes sense. Yeah, that that was all like the the problem was they signed you out and like kind of cleared the router, and yeah. there's no like backup of that router anywhere. That's that's like that's kind of alarming because I mean it's because idea is like you set it up once and then you're done, 
So having having it be just fully reset out of nowhere is, is just is a kind of a big deal, honestly. Yeah, like you have a phone, like they could back up all that settings to like a little like text file on your phone. Right. And then from there you could like restore it. It's not that well not even that. that, just just back it up to your like your Google account. Just well, like why not? I could understand not doing your Google account because they're gonna talk about privacy and like security and stuff. Mm-hmm. So if they have a breach, then that means they can also breach your your inner Wi-Fi, and then you have a larger issue. Right, but like just having it as a text file on your phone, I mean, like they'd have to do some, like some encryption on it or something. But well, of course, but I think it'd be easier to encrypt on your phone. I guess because um, Nexus device. I mean, most Android devices that are um, let's see generation are encrypted. Right, but I'm seeing it from the aspect of like, like what if you get a, like because I feel like you you would want it to be synced, because otherwise, if you get a new phone or something, you have to reset it up on there. Well, yeah, but I think it's not really linked to your phone. I feel like it's like linked to the router itself. So either store it on the router or or just store it. Better idea to store it on the router, but well, then then it comes back to what happens if you clear the router. What I, I'm saying is, like, Google needs to, like, like they have, like, the single sign-on where you sign on once and then you do that. Like, do that for the OnHub router. Like, mm-hmm. have it backed up on the phone. Like, Google Drive something. Have Just it back it somewhere, phone. really. Yeah. <laughs> Just the fact that it's not backed up anywhere, that was the issue. Yeah, so that was a huge issue. Everyone was talking about it. Like, everyone was worried that they bricked their OnHub and Wi-Fi routers, so. Mm-hmm. Um, the interesting thing I thought was, um, I think if you have uh, two-factor authentication, um, you did not get signed out of your account. And but I did have, I had, I think I had two Google Google accounts. I shouldn't really talk about it, but I have two Google accounts that don't have two-factor auth on there, and only one of them got signed out. So it's it's not all accounts, and it, if you had two-step auth, then that it wasn't an issue. Yeah. See, my two accounts that have two-step authentication on are like my important accounts that I use all the time and they weren't signed out. And then my other Gmail account that I use for junk mail yeah. um, got signed out and I yeah. thought someone stole my account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that for a second too. I'm like, whoa, what's happening? Uh, okay, this cloud cloud bleed, the Cloudflare, pro- Cloudflare problem, have you mm-hmm. like read this? Yeah, I have. I don't know it about it all in full detail. Um, especially like the technical side of it, like how, like I guess it's HTTP traffic, like the data that goes through. But I don't understand how passwords were leaked. Like, so, is it like I do? Do you know more information on it? My understanding is it had to do something with an upstream service certificate that wasn't like fully like like how how you know cloudflare manages their stuff like mm-hmm. it wasn't like the api keys and the upstream like the upstream. so it was oh okay this makes more sense since it's a they're calling it like cloud bleed um yeah. in reference to heart bleed because that was like an ssl issue i believe yes so okay that makes more sense so that that's actually really scary because then since like encryption essentially wasn't working then yeah, I can see how passwords could be leaked from that. Really, just like any input. Yeah. So, 
it's it's like really complicated, but it had to do with their upstream network, which is like their main core like like server. Like that's where everything's happening. All the big data is coming from there. Everything's going through there. Mm-hmm. So if you change like a little piece of code, you could like potentially have a memory leakage. Well, that's what I don't like. Did they not test? Um, I forget what what new system they implemented. It was um, some buffer thing. But like, I'm like, did they not test it well enough? I guess when they implemented like a restructure, essentially. That's what really scares me. I don't know. This one guy that found it, his like, name's Tavis or Mandy. He like tweeted Cloudflare February 18th and started saying that he could like see passwords and hotel bookings and full messages from dating sites on like a catch version of this like old old problem so it looks like cloudflare like fixed the problem at one time but the catched versions of those websites were like causing the leak so what buffer called it was uh, i mean sorry what cloudflare called called it was like a buffer overrun yeah, but I'm saying is, um, let's see, it says right here they switched from the Regal parser to the new CFHTML parser. And so, like, my question is, did they not test that well enough to to find out about this? But, yeah, I, I get what you're saying, like, with the um, with Google caching the pages. Yeah. But I feel I'm like... Not sure. But they did, like, they did I'm respond sure to it pretty is... quickly because um, the guy that found the vulnerability, he he was pretty impressed by it. Things like in seven hours or something like that. Yeah. I would need to read a, a non-Verge article to tell me like the more like technical part <laughs> of it to understand. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, like, um, I can definitely tell this author knows nothing what happened. Yeah, but Cloudflare is like, it's huge. Um, I don't know if it's as big as like Amazon Web Services, but... A majority of the internet um, is behind a Cloudflare um, CDN, so that's that's pretty scary, honestly. Yeah, I, like we use them. Okay, so it wasn't from the the parser. Like that that wasn't the problem. I don't, man. Well, it was. Have to really dive deep into this. It wasn't I don't want to know. Yeah, it wasn't the parser. It wasn't an issue with the parser. Um, it was. It was a bug in the code of of just the Cloudflare code, I guess. So not the parser itself, but one of their one of the code within Cloudflare, their network, I guess. Yeah, but I don't think anyone else had enough time to like exploit this bug. Mm-hmm. So I don't think most people are at risk. Yeah, I don't think so either. Because one, you have to know which websites are on Cloudflare. Um, which I mean, there is a list, but that that could be. I mean, that's a pretty huge list that you'd have to look at, and plus you'd have to find a cache of it too. So, yeah, so it's not like the end of the world. It's not yeah. as bad as other bugs or yeah. like the Yahoo hacks. Yeah. Um, I think that's all the news that we really have for this week. Like, yeah, it's a pretty news. slow week, I would say. Um. I, you did tell me um, recently you got the Hue light bulbs, though, right? Okay. So I have the Google Home, and I have Wink lights. Wink lights do not work with the Google Home. 
Yeah, which is really annoying. Yeah, you have to use like an if it command, and there's like a delay on you saying turn off the lights and the lights mm-hmm. turning off. Yeah, because I kept just... asking you about how big the delay is, because that that was the main my main um, reason for not buying um, anything but Hue lights or like considering anyway. Yeah, so I I like downplayed the problem. I was like, whatever. But it's gotten more annoying because how if it works, it Google doesn't always understand that turn off the lights means that I want it to go to the if it command because Google like home thinks it's looking for lights that are connected to its platform and not mm-hmm. the if it ones. So it's like it's getting confused at which command to send off. Right. So, so basically like if it is le- not as uh, well integrated. Yes, because they have to. So Google Home has to send something to if it server. If it server has to send it to Wink, Wink has to respond to it, and then it happens on my lights, which takes like four seconds, five seconds, but it's still enough for to annoy me. So now is it? Does it work super well now? So the I went to a friend's house. They had hue lights everywhere, and he went okay, G word. (laughs) Okay, yeah, G word, keyword. (laughs) And he said lights on, and it happened instantly. Oh, wow. See, that's like the dream. That's what I want. Yeah, it was like a light switch. Like, it just works. So I said that I'm buying Hue lights. Yeah, and you got a pretty good deal. You said, what, uh, 100, right? Yes, I found... three bulbs and the hub? Yeah, so the hub is um, a manufacturer refurbished, and the lights are brand new. I found them on Groupon and I bought the deal. So it was 102 with tax and shipping. Yeah, that's a really good deal. Like anyone that has looked up Hue light bulbs on Amazon, I mean, <laughs> I get it's what's way more than that. So yeah, cool. so I have a review of Spectacles coming. I have an Honor 6X video I'm gonna do, and then I'm gonna do the Hue lights video. Oh, and I have South by Southwest coming up. So I have a lot of things planned. (laughs) Yeah. Not much this week, but definitely a lot more coming up. Well, this week I'm planning on publishing uh, the Portal Review, which is like a a router that has fast lanes. So Mm that will be interesting. Okay. Uh, I'm actually... I'm a bit late on this, but um, I am planning on... um, I guess I'll announce that I'm planning on doing like a... I guess it's been, what, two months with the MacBook Pro, the 2016 one? So kind of do like, um, like a, you know, two months after, two months with the MacBook Pro, how's my thoughts on it? What's, okay, what's different? Marquez. That sort of stuff. <laughs> did he do one? I don't he remember. Like a, two months after the iPhone came out, he was like, two months with my iPhone 7. <laughs> well, I mean, like, but with the MacBook Pro, I feel like that's different just because there's so much controversy with it. So it's yeah. like, ha, like ha, a lot of the controversial aspects of it, like, is it still true? You know? True. I'm, like, super pumped for this review, so. Yep, so so we got that coming up. And I think that's it. Yeah. Okay, so you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. We're all digital bounds. I'm Leon Hitchens and Sunny... Is Sunny Sa- uh, Singh IO on Twitter? Yep. Okay. Uh, rate us six stars on iTunes and then uh, give us a like 
on SoundCloud, leave some comments, email us, tweet us, anything, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye.